Hi guys, my name is Jessica, and this is Michaela. And welcome to JM's Messages from God podcast. To start this off, we're going to be doing this topic is um, fear of the Lord. So I'll be starting off by reading Proverbs 1 7 from the NIV version. And it says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. And my explanation of this is that to know God, to understand God, um, the beginning of it is the fear of him. That's what the Bible clearly says. And that's the beginning of wisdom. Um, but the fools, like the wicked, like the worldly people out there, they despise that. They despise wisdom and they don't fear the Lord. That's basic. Like that's self-explanatory. And so as Christians, as believers, when we come to Christ, we have to fear him because if you don't fear him, then you're not going to obey what he says. You're just going to like treat him as anyone else. Like you don't fear like a classmate or a friend really, but like Jesus in the gospels, he's like referred to as a friend. Like he's six closer than a brother. It says in um, one of the gospels, I think it's in John. And so to fear him, you need to fear him because you're not going to do what he says. You're not going to obey him if you don't, if that makes sense. But also, you don't want to just be like, oh, I'm so afraid of God. Like, I'm just going to be in a relationship because I'm just so afraid of him. It doesn't really work like that either, if that makes sense. I 100% agree with everything that you said. And through experience, fearing God has been something that I've always, like, fearing God has been something that I've always reminded myself to do. Because the thing is, like, obviously what you said he is someone that we can go to and, you know, someone we're supposed to obey. And I have realized that when I fear God, um, I've seen myself gain this knowledge. And it has really helped because not only do I gain knowledge, but I gain understanding and wisdom. And that is like, I would say like an advantage because whenever I'm reading the Bible, right, and I want to know more about God. I ask God for understanding and I can understand what the scripture is saying. Or when there's a fellow Christian of mine who needs help or, you know, who needs advice, wisdom comes out of my mouth. And it's not just me speaking, but I feel like it's the Holy Spirit speaking to them through me. And then, of course, knowledge, being able to have like the knowledge to know more about God, like from everything that has been written about God, I know like things about him that I didn't get to know before. So really, when you fear God, you are blessed with the new knowledge, new wisdom, and new understanding, which can really help you out in life. Yeah, definitely. And so Jessica asked me this question a few weeks ago, and I kind of just said, like, I don't even really remember what I said, but I said something along the lines of, I fear God because he can literally, he can wipe us out in a moment. And, but he doesn't like we sin so much against him we disobey him so many times we always rebel against him and yet he still loves us enough to keep us here and like he still has a purpose for us and that's so mind-blowing to me but don't just fear god just because he can wipe you out like that's kind of like don't be scared into a relationship with someone especially god because if you think about it if you're scared to be a relationship someone here on earth they don't a really toxic relationship like I wouldn't want to be in a relationship like that and I don't think anyone really would but the reason I like fear God is because like that's so mind-blowing to me and two like I it's kind of like when I came to Christ I just had to like get this understanding get this wisdom get this knowledge of Christ and like when you're a Christian I don't know this is for everyone but I know for me it 
like matured me instantly or at least it feels like that for me but um anyways that's kind of I went off on a tangent I don't really remember what I said um the reason why I fear God I said this before too actually um the reason why I fear God is not because of what he can do to me but what he can do through me now, if you read the Bible, you you read about, like, the things that God has done to the children of Israel and how the Israelites faced their punishment for disobeying God. So reading that, I was really amazed at the punishment which God was giving to them because I was like, these Israelites are forgetting who they serve, right? They're forgetting who created the earth and who created the heavens and who brought them to where they are. And so for me personally, like... um, if I was to do something, right, that's simple, like go back to the sin which I had to ask God to deliver me from, if I am being tempted to do that same sin, I start to fear of the consequences that God can give to me if I don't ask for forgiveness after I'm doing it. So it's like, whatever you do, for me, it's like, whatever I do, I have to think, is this what Jesus would have done? If I was to like get upset with my sibling and I'm tempted to swear at them, I would take a step back and be like, is this what Jesus would have done? Hmm, let me go back in the Bible and see. And Jesus doesn't do that. He doesn't curse. He doesn't like express his anger. Well, unless that one part where he flipped the table, but it's just like, you have to really like understand that when you call yourself a Christian, that is a huge sacrifice word. Like you are just sacrificing everything, family, friends. I had to sacrifice a lot of family and friends. I don't even talk to half of my family at all. So like, you have to fear God because you are serving the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. Someone who has authority to send a soul to heaven or hell. Like that is what you need to fear because what God can do through you can really change how you like see things or your mentality or mindset or perspective of life and people that can change everything really and next i'll be reading proverbs eight thirteen. It says to fear the lord is to hate evil i hate pride and arrogance evil behavior and perverse speech okay so when i read this from my bible um it says the one word that really caught my attention is the hatred of evil and here's the thing to be honest i really really like Okay, so I don't know if anyone has a sibling or a loved one who's, like, is not a Christian. But um, I've been dealing with my brother, like, spiritual warfare. And he there's some things that he says about God. And it's really, like, upsetting. Because here's the thing. I fear God. So the things that he says out of his mouth really scare me because I'm like, bro, do you not know who you're talking about? Like, look, yeah. I told my brother, I was like, look. If God was to make you die today, you, there's nothing that I can do to bring you back to life. And my brother was like, oh, what are you going to do? There, there's like no such thing as, you know, and that and that really upset me because I hated the words that he was saying from his mouth because I knew that the devil was inside of my brother. I knew it even before my brother said it. And so, like, when you fear God and someone commits a sin, like the saying, love your neighbors as yourself, but hate the sin. You have to hate the sin because you don't want to be back in the situation that you were before. If you're someone who used to mock God, you don't want to go back to that sin again. Like, that's terrible. And for me, hearing God and hearing all these things that my brother was saying, 
was saying, actually, I was fearful because I was like, God, please forgive my brother for what he's saying. I don't think he means it. And so I think it's important for Christians to be aware of the fact that they're basically serving the most high and they have to hate evil. Like you can't just call yourself a Christian and accept horrible sin that you know you're going to have to pay a price for that. So, yeah. Yeah. And just touching on that topic that you said about your brother, like um, what he was saying about God, because, you know, words can be so powerful. It's even talks about in James how life and death are like at the tip of the tongue. Well, it doesn't say that exactly, but along those lines, like life and death is controlled by your tongue. Like everything bad and everything good can come out well not, I don't want to say everything but you get what I'm saying and I remember one time during youth group we were like talking about like what do you think the most like dangerous part of your body is that like can um hurt someone instantly and we're like like maybe your elbow like your elbow is pretty strong like your legs are pretty strong and all these different bones but then she was like well what about your tongue like we don't really think about that but your tongue is so strong in the way that what you say can really help or really hurt someone like terribly or amazing so it's really just like thinking about what you're saying because sometimes half the time I don't even think about what I'm going to say before I say it and really last year I didn't at all but now like I'm trying to think about it I'm like would Jesus really say that or would he not so it's like takes discipline to really like follow it and really obey your I don't want to say rules for yourself but more like you're trying to like guide yourself but ultimately like ask God for guidance he's the one that gives you guidance not yourself but you get what I'm saying I'm glad that you actually said that because um I never really thought about it like that until you said it but um this is like a really personal experience I remember when I was living you know, the lukewarm Christian life. And I remember I said something to my mom, which scarred her for life. Like, my mom and I, we don't have, this is very personal, but my mom and I, we don't have the best mother and daughter relationship. But when you said um, about how the the tongue can help or um, destroy or hurt someone, um, it just, like, brought back memories to how, like, when I didn't even know Christ like that, like, there was some pretty hurtful things that I said to my mom, which no mom should ever have to hear from her daughter. And then, like, when I decided to surrender myself to Christ, right, now I've learned, like, my mom always says this. It's it's crazy that you say it, but my mom has always told me, Jessica, do you know how much power your tongue holds? And I'll be like, what? Because I didn't know the Bible like that. And she says, there is life and death in the power of your tongue. That is why you have to be so careful what you say to me, your dad, your brothers, your sisters. And, you know, you know, it was that I was taking baby steps closer to Christ. So obviously I didn't know what she meant. And, you know, I didn't really like, care to have a deeper understanding of it. But now that you say, I'm like, my mom was so right about this. And now I learned as a, as a daughter and as a woman, I've learned to control myself. I've learned to control my temper, my emotions, and anything that would cause me to say something, I know to hold my tongue. Be careful with what I say. And if I don't have the strength to fight, turn myself to God and be like, God, can you please help me? Because I don't want to say something that would hurt or, you know, destroy someone. Or if it's something good, like help me, God, to have wisdom in order to say the right things for that person. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And one big lesson for every Christian, non-Christian, doesn't matter. One big lesson is fear God and be careful with what you say with your mouth. 
because life and death are in the power of the tongue. Definitely. I think that verse is James 4, 14. I could be wrong, but I know it's in James somewhere if you wanted to look it up. So bye. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye, everyone.